listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I'm so appalled. Spalding, ball, balling in Donald Trump, taking dollars from y'all. Baby, you're fire if your girlfriend hot. But if you don't mind, I'm going to keep your own call. We above the law. We don't give a fuck about y'all. Got dogs that'll chew a fucking hole through the wall. But since they all love us, I need more rubbers. And if I don't use rubbers, need more covers. Housekeeping. I mean, goddamn, one time, let it be a bad bitch sweeping. That know we get O's like Cheerios that's no because they seen us in the videos hey welcome to the black guy tips podcast with your host rod and karen and we are back that's right back like we never left on a wednesday which means we review the walking dead which means it is the season finale uh halfway fall finale i guess of the walking dead mid-season finale correct thank you karen um and uh first i guess we'll do it all up front no guests today just me and karen gonna try to breeze through this shit and uh hopefully we'll be out in time to see uh arrow live Mm -hmm. uh you know daddy got a daddy got a life gotta have a life too now um uh good news on the premium tip front though uh new review for uh james bond specter uh spoiled movie review with jl covan me and jl covan recorded that bad boy today it's actually all ready to go i just need to upload it to the site and uh you guys will be able to listen to that um sometime within the next 48 hours um and we're gonna record reviews for hunger games part two uh the mm-hmm. rock and j part two and creed and creed so those are coming up and i don't know who we're gonna have as guests yet but you know we'll figure something out maybe we won't have a guest we'll figure it out you know uh jackson five favorite song favorite episodes are just me and karen so there you go um (laughs) (laughs) the uh official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball a bullet ball extreme and today marks day 350 that bobby smurder has been locked up in jail but he had his bail hearing and there's a chance he could be released as soon as tomorrow wow mm-hmm i mean we'll see but uh that sounds pretty promising you know what i mean yes, i mean i don't want to get my hopes up too much because you know there's always some bullshit around the corner right with bobby but it will be dope if uh he can get back on these streets man yeah we can knock that the number down to zero yeah the world needs this and I think people need to stop uh trying to stop it from uh, happening uh of course uh the show is sponsored today it's actually double sponsored uh first of all the show is brought to you by shadow dog productions you can listen to the new rod and karen audio play it's finally out on itunes it also stars guest of the show nick jew vanell john fouts thatcher and jenna simon Listen to Rod educate on dating crazy, go to a yard sale, and cope with a world with the world ending in Sunspot. Nine hilarious audio plays and all. Check it out on iTunes, Sunspot, and other ratchetness on iTunes, or search iTunes for Rod Morrow or Karen Morrow. Um, and um, before we get started, I did have oh, I did, oh yeah, wait, hold on. This episode is also brought to you by Bevel. <laughs> 
let's get this money right the episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today and use code tbgwt to get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com today that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com and I know people have been reporting in that they use the code, the TBGWT free code, and they got mm-hmm. shit is coming to them, and they're going to give it to their fathers and their uncles and, you know, boyfriends, husbands, all that stuff. That's dope, y'all. Keep it up. Yeah, we thank you. Um, I don't know if that code's still working or not, just letting you know. So it was only available for the first 300 people, I believe, mm-hmm. and for a limited time. But TBGWT will always get you 20% off um so the first thing i wanted to do though is i did want to talk about something in the news um there's been another mass shooting at least 12 dead in san bernardino mass shooting some people have been saying 14 but at least 12 uh san bernardino county sheriff has confirmed the presence of an active shooter uh near san bernardino california at least 12 people are dead with another 20 injured yep the city's fire department says on Twitter they received reports indicating as many as 20 people were shot. A SWAT team appears to be on the scene. The emergency crews are reportedly setting up a triage center near the city's convention center. Other patients appear to be receiving medical treatment on a golf local golf course. Uh, at least 12 people are confirmed dead in Los Angeles. Uh, Fox 11, uh, for Los Angeles' Fox 11 reports, cops are currently searching for three white males dressed in military gear. Huh, you don't say. White, white, white man. Hmm. Wonder what religion we'll find out they are. Hmm? Probably, uh, probably Buddhist. Mm-hmm. And then we'll, we'll put them in internment camps, I'm sure. Witnesses say the men had masks on and may have been wearing body armor. They were armed with rifles, came into the office and started shooting sometime around 2 p.m. Eastern time. The shooting apparently began at the Inland Regional Center, a nonprofit organization that works with people with developmental disabilities. Well, that's nice. There are reportedly 21 independently operated regional centers scattered throughout the state serving developmentally disabled people. Many of them are underage and their families. Uh, an employee at a different center says the San Bernardino office featured open design like the DMV. One man, Terry Pettit, tells NBC he received a message from his daughter, who has since been confirmed safe, asking him to pray for her. People shot in the office waiting for cops. Pray for us. I am locked in the office, the text reportedly read. It is still an active scene. The San Bernardino police are reportedly asked news outlets not to show the building picture below. So they are showing the building in that case uh until the investigation has concluded uh the fbi atf fire department sheriff's department are all on the scene witnesses say fire fighters are pick are using pickup trucks to evacuate victims and nbc cameraman on the scene reports seeing at least six injured victims loaded into the back of one truck because there wasn't enough time to wait for ambulances uh president obama has been briefed on the shooting at 315 at 322 police may be closing in on one of the shooters they were reporting at 3.40, police to, uh, appear to be asking news outlets to stop filming over the scene, citing its active nature, and the FAA has issued a temporary flight restriction over the area. <laughs> what, Karen? I mean, it is the dumbest. We, like, it's one of those things where everybody just got to uh, be the first 
but even in being the first if that put people's lives in danger they don't give a fuck because they got to be the first mm-hmm. like the shit is 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 retarded like i don't know i don't think you should have to tell them don't be flying overhead with live footage of officers outside of a goddamn building with the live suspect but you have to because fuckers are like we want to record everything uh, according to a report they were searching for a black suv that fled the scene uh a los angeles times reporter at 402 provided more details rick serrano says california mass shooting authorities told shooters burst into a meeting firing apparent semi-automatic long rifles san bernardino police confirmed the regional center was housing hosting some sort of event when multiple shooters came in and just started shooting they reportedly dressed in military style attire um shooters open fire at a meeting or, or a party wearing camo and mask police hunting for black yukon suv nbc is reporting a development swat situation in pasadena that's believed to be related to the shooting then they found out it wasn't related okay <laughs> 4 30 according to abc gunmen or gunmen open fire on some sort of county banquet that was being held in a rented conference room in the building um let's see at five in a press conference san bernardino authorities are now saying at least 14 people are dead an additional 14 injured the gunmen who were armed with long guns not handguns poorly fled the scene in the black suv and are still at large the shooters what 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 does that mean like is this a longer gun is it a stronger gun i think they're heading towards the fact that it could be like a, a shot- assault rifle oh okay not a shotgun but 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 something that could shoot multiple rounds yeah semi-automatic Ooh, they said okay. earlier so you know the weapons that used to be banned and aren't come on anymore. now <laughs> right but uh republicans said not to worry about that it'd be just used to shoot deer the shooters came prepared to do what they did as if they were on a mission said police chief jared bergen uh president obama was already sitting down for an interview with cbs when he was briefed on the shooting he provided the network with a brief statement the one thing we do know is there's a pattern now of mass shootings in this country that has no parallel anywhere else in the world and there's some steps we could take not to eliminate every one of these mass shootings but to improve the odds that they don't happen as frequently common sense guns safety laws stronger background checks and you know for those who are concerned about terrorism of you know some may be aware of the fact that we have a no-fly list where people can't get on the planes but those same people who we don't allow to fly could go into a store right now in the united states and buy a firearm Mm -hmm. there's nothing we can do to stop them right according to reports san bernardino cops are currently chasing a suspect this is 615 this is nine minutes ago who reportedly fired shots out the back window man so who knows man just sad shit and you know another one of these shootings another one um you know it seems like white men with guns just targeting motherfuckers like got to kill um not to mention uh black friday was very lucrative if you were selling guns oh yeah yeah all i was on sale and the bullets yeah if you're selling guns uh gun sales are up five percent more than last year so record-breaking number of firearms background checks on black friday indicating that gun sales soared on the busiest retail day of the year so that's good all right that means even more people have guns in their hands or more guns because most people that own guns normally don't just have one firearm yep so 
um all right i guess we can get into the walking dead now um because there's other news but i'll get to it if we have time okay all right man so uh this would be episode eight of season six of the walking dead called start to finish by the way episode nine is called no way out oh for people that read the for people that read the book uh that's one that's the title of one of the graphic novels also um great nicotaro is directing that one oh so that's gonna be good yeah he directed first time again the first episode of this season which everybody loved um he's a great director all right so start to finish episode eight of season six of the walking dead let me uh get my music out should have had that going before um what i do Uh, there we go We have arrived at the conclusion of the midway point. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, start to finish episode eight, uh, season six is, uh, basically about the wall being breached in Alexandria and how the crew survives after all the harrowing ordeals of really, if you think about it, a few days since the season five ended right it's not a not a long period of time at all i'm still amazed by this by the way i will never not be amazed by what they did with how like they filmed so much and the you know and it seems like oh we watched six months worth of shit and really we watched two days worth of (laughs) events right like all this shit happened in two days Mm mm-hmm that's crazy like glenn everything happened in two days everything that happened with daryl and them i love this show i love how they switched the focus to different groups and they and they it's like a bunch of um small stories in my opinion that you know are framed around this big ass story and they have so many moving parts and characters and special effects and like i said messing with time is i could not be more impressed with this uh half halfway point um but uh karen how'd you feel about episode start to finish i loved it all right yeah i liked it as well man i was uh so big fan of this episode um finally got some of the showdowns that i've been waiting on and uh you know got some uh some people had to say goodbye and uh you know other other people um found some new problems but uh you know how we do here we get into the scene by scene recap first and then oh wait i should probably organize this that would probably help <laughs> uh didn't have my tweets organized give me a second guys but uh we'll do the scene by scene kind of recap thing and then after that we'll get into um uh we'll get into uh the, why isn't this loading uh okay we'll get into uh some listener 
feedback mm-hmm. about it and then if we have time we'll do some uh some other fun stuff uh for the show um so uh i guess we should start at the uh at the beginning so the episode starts in a very weird way mm-hmm. with sam upstairs in his little hidey hole his closet his safe space his uh safe room and he's like first of all he's leaving a plate of eat food that he ate out in the uh hallway mm-hmm. so now he's eating yeah and it seems that he left a tomato and some lettuce so i'm assuming he had a sandwich and he's still picky in the zombie apocalypse nigga you better eat that shit <laughs> he's like i don't want that shit you better eat all that shit also um he's listening to the soundtrack from bioshock 2 it sounded like yeah i was like how the whole how the hell did he get a hold of his grandpa's uh what you call those old school uh record players right yeah uh what you call a phone what is it called uh i don't know god damn it i don't don't know know what you call it i don't want to take it something phone speakerphone let's say speakerphone but 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 that thing was old and i was like well god damn how old are you child you you there's nowhere in the world you would know this music unless you sat around an old person that played this shit all the time yeah and i guess in the zombie apocalypse you just don't have you can't be picky yeah i guess cds went out of style and <laughs> yeah. tapes yeah but those eight tracks are coming handy now huh <laughs> he probably had to hand wind that shit up because i was like what the fuck is happening here yeah so um uh man i feel like i kind of i gotta i kind of want to do something hold on guys i gotta do this real quick because i feel like no 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 actually no i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait okay all right i was about to play nah I'll tell, uh, we'll do it when it when it's when it's when it's applicable we're not gonna do it today all right so um okay he uh he he gets you know he puts his food down and shit and um i forgot that's a famous song he played too wasn't it not not famous. i don't know someone told me what it was i don't give a fuck it was like small wonder or some stupid old shit I don't, <laughs> who, who <laughs> listens to that shit oh 1920 shit most of us yeah. wasn't alive shit uh sound like uh sound like some the 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 tune to slavery you know what i mean <laughs> like what the fuck is this and why is this six-year-old or seven how old ever old he is yeah. is playing this bullshit like here's the soundtrack to oppression we were singing on tiny tim music that's i think that might have been it tiny tim oh okay something like that someone that's what someone told me oh it's tiptoe through the tulips is that what it yeah tiny tim tiptoe through the tulips so all right, I play it, but yeah, it was it was whack as fuck to me. Yes, it was. I guess this is the remastered version. Oh, this is not the original. I don't know. See, you listen to that, you too soft for this world, bro. <laughs> i started calling him sam with a with an n at the end like you, damn. he was not made for this world sam, like you know how damn is d-a-m-n i call him sam with s-a-m-n <laughs> yeah because i was sitting there listening like 
what the fuck is this music all right you leaving plates in the hallway for your mama like suge avery you better take your ass downstairs and wash them dishes that's the truth um then he drew he was in that coloring and he drew the scene that carol threatened him with last season about mm-hmm. tying him up and letting the walkers eat him yep all kinds of fucked up the boy ain't right because nobody really talking to him like that's not nope i mean it's it's cool to tell him to pretend and shit but nobody is actually sitting down and talking with him and you know that nobody's really talking about the downside of keeping a child out of the loop well you know what's funny is for viewers we've gone through it before but for alexandrians they haven't that's that's you know what i'm saying like i think people get frustrated sometimes it's like well what about this and it's like alexandrians are fucking they like they're basically wrecking them season one doing stupid shit because they don't know any better right because carl had to be introduced to shit early regardless of how much Lori fought against it and shit like that she didn't want to be able to defend himself like they're going through the same thing where you're like i, I still want to keep my children innocent and shit like that but the reality is they they will die if they don't know how to defend themselves so uh there were some ants calling in through the window and there were a ton of them yeah. and they were all eating the cookie that i'm assuming jesse made for sam that he took a bite of and didn't finish because it probably ain't had no oatmeal and apple whatever the hell uh uh whatever the hell carol puts in her cookies yeah that shit been sitting there for a long time and he didn't realize no fucking ants was in his room i think he didn't care that's true too you know kids ain't kids ain't shit they don't think about cleaning up or termites or any of that shit or bugs or allergies and yeah. viruses and none of that germs that ain't on their minds yeah so um they uh the outside the tower had fallen and cracked the the gate and now zombies were just leaking in like ants to a cookie that's, message that's true too and i think that this was just to let you know how not in touch with the world he was like even even though the intro with that old ass music but it was like almost symbolizing like almost the old world like you know how the world i guess would be in a child's mind just really really simplified well i just think shit was not real up in his room right and shit was so real downstairs and he was kind of right about that when he didn't want to come downstairs because everything had changed everything had changed downstairs sam mm-hmm. shit is not gonna be the same no more. more than you thought sweetie so um tobin got fucked up somehow he was bleeding they picked him up and carried him off somewhere um rick starts shooting at the zombies and um deanna comes out with a gun and she starts shooting at the zombies she came out bucking and 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 the, the thing about it is that even though it's been a short period of time and it took a while for them to actually believe rick mm-hmm. and i think once uh the wolves came they was like we better get our shit together and for some people are adjusting quicker than others just just like with rick and them group some people adjusted better than others because you have to remember it's season two when they went to the farm Herschel was on another level don't shoot him don't kill him right. and then by the time you get you know season three season four he and he in the jail with the one man uh, le- uh peg leg fucking up everything so you know it's it's just like you say it's an adjustment i think a lot of times people think people are just supposed to be accepting when in reality most of us if this was was a real world wouldn't be that accepting of it some of us would be in denial and you know going through the same phases and the same uh steps that they were going to through but i think is 
I, I, I give Deanna kudos because she went from uh, a day or two ago looking crazy and dazed and, and, and outside the walls with a, with a boy and, and, and um, talking about I can't go in there to, hey, I'm, I, I, I'm a buck too. Well, she hasn't had much time to reflect or to mourn really True. i mean there was some time between season five and these current two days they showed that kind of in some flashbacks but not a lot of time um uh, but she she did realize at some point that hey i have not actually gotten my shit together and i have handicapped this group like they like this group is not able to defend itself and they're not prepared for the realities that rick is talking about and in my arrogance i allowed that to happen so um at any rate she has a gun and rick tells her to get back and she says no we need to get back and she shoots at as some zombies and bless her little heart she she didn't hit any in the head guys it was you know it's a steep learning curve to shoot zombies in the head while running she she caught one but she caught him on the chin yeah she shot one in the ear you know <laughs> but she did not hit any zombies uh and put them down she's she's also shanked the zombie in the chest like she's <laughs> yes, she did. She, you know just bless her little heart you know she's she trying. was trying um so um and i and i had this thing where i was like i really like deanna now because mm-hmm. she's fighting back so you know that's not good because on this show anytime you start liking somebody here we go right now you gotta yeah. worry about them dying right they never kill them when you hate them unless they got like two lines right like they only kill people you hate when they're like rick i don't think this is a good plan we should just walk into the zombies <laughs> then that person dies right away immediately but if, but if it's like you know a character with a name it's like that motherfucker ain't never gonna die until i start liking them oh, so um morgan and carol ended up in the same house uh because the group got separated because of the herd of zombies coming in everybody couldn't run to the same house uh so yeah morgan and carol ended up in the same house and i believe it's the one with the wolf in it mm-hmm. um right because when last episode and she was like what the fuck up in there right and that was kind of how they ended that discussion so i guess they just ran out saw the zombies ran back in that house mm-hmm. um also uh deanna falls onto a saw and a couple of walkers are trying to bite her and stuff and rick pulls her up real quick but she's clearly bleeding from the side from where the saw cut into her mm-hmm. and he basically has to help her now like help her walk so like she was trying but she probably should take that advice <laughs> yeah you know try get hey got gotta crawl before you can walk all right yeah. you're not up here with the big dogs yet mm-hmm. you know you didn't even take the machete class or the shooting gun nope. class nope you didn't go through the training montage how they they train you they 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 show you how to push the r1 and, and bump and all that shit that you know you you missed the blocking session and all that shit and you know you out here and i'm level 99 you level 10 and you think you're gonna be out here hanging tough Mm-mm. yeah you gotta meet with professor rosita and get your class on <laughs> you, you should have you should have been in class you came out there with a gun like you know like i got this i play call of duty <laughs> i have too and i stink at it um so uh she gets uh sawed a little bit uh falls on the saw blade um then eugene is somewhere cowering next to a house 
holding his machete as if it's a fucking like baby bottle like he made me so goddamn angry because i was looking at him like nigga you was in class less than 30 minutes ago and you ignored the fuck out of her right probably shouldn't skipped all that class dog she was she was teaching you how to how to block how to chop how to you know insert whether you and you was uh, uh sitting there going off in the days and being a punk and shit and i bet you wish you would have listened now yeah he was worried about cutting someone's toes with his uh heavy weapon heavy blade all of them got open toe shoes i mean yeah open toe shoes now so what does it matter right the zombies got no toes in their shoes <laughs> right and uh he was standing there and the walkie-talkie turned on mm-hmm. and it was uh daryl right and basically daryl was it was it was basically the call from the end of the daryl episode mm-hmm. when daryl and um sasha and abe was in the the van i mean the truck whatever heading back and he said hey rick you there man rick pick up and then someone picked up and they said help help right and a lot of people thought that was glenn or the guy who stole daryl shit right and it turns out it was eugene right being the punk picking up a walkie-talkie and panicking when you have a fucking machete in your hand everybody was wrong about that one i didn't see anybody guess eugene no he he, he wouldn't even have been on the top 10 so zombies were surrounding eugene and he was about to die but luckily for him tara and tara and uh, rosita rolled up on his ass because he wasn't about to do shit with that machete <laughs> but die mm-hmm. uh jesse comes out the house bucking Mm-hmm. saves rick michonne carl deanna ron and gabe right and, and even gabe had a bloody machete he was putting in work y'all everybody's stepping up because the thing about gabe is that i think gabe has to the point where he knows that he's lost trust so his thing is to build that trust back now how sincere he is we will see but so far he's kind of leaning in the right direction because he wanted carl you know to show him how to shoot and and you know he didn't want to be uh a pointless vessel anymore and then uh when the wolves came how he kind of got trapped and really couldn't fight and how he was just in awe with morgan and how morgan you know could uh defend himself and i think that uh, those things matter and she woke uh because she stood there and uh uh, did a speech was like hey y'all we gonna die if we don't step up and i think she meant that yeah she shot them zombies and then she said i have judith come on and everybody ran in the house with her and uh that's right because carol left judith with her right yeah and so um glenn and enid are remember they were standing outside alexander where they released those balloons mm-hmm. and they saw us overrun with zombies and they saw the defense had broken and glenn so optimistic he was looking at, at enid like this is good news we can still save him we can get in there and we can wait till one side clears out and we and we should blah 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 and i said i guess you would be optimistic if you can't die because the writers won't let you huh nigga impossible <laughs> agent man right because you're everybody's favorite all right because she's like well nigga i can die so no yeah and so she was like i don't want to go in because the writers don't give me a seven season commitment yet and glenn was like um listen i already read the books i know what happens just follow me and she was like no and he said you want to run away and be afraid just go but that's how you lose people even after they're gone message Mm -hmm. and he started walking off without her and then she was just standing there thinking uh so in jesse's house 
all the injured people you know deanna's bleeding everyone has weapons and they're all headed upstairs uh where it's safe um and uh except ron who's in the garage but everyone else is headed upstairs where it's safe going to check on judith going to lay deanna down somewhere and of course you know jesse's like kind of half checking on on sam but let's be honest a lot of shit is happening she's multitasking right and her, and her kids ain't worth saving anyway so she's like let ah! me concentrate on the people that are worth something that can move forward in this future uh so she um she comes upstairs and they show this scene kind of from the perspective of sam mm-hmm. sam and uh sam is actually having patented nicholas coward vision tm yeah i mean and but to an extent i understand because he's a child so to him you know all of a sudden you're bringing the trauma outside in his safe space because actually upstairs just upstairs period was his safe place and now all of a sudden it's chaotic you have noise he sees blood nobody's talking to him it's oh just pretend you know and shit like that when you know he's kind of going into a panic mode and don't really know how to comprehend it because like i said before nobody said he really even having a conversation with this child and even the conversation that carol had with him she really should have went upstairs she was just having a conversation with him through yelling why she was holding judith i don't even know if he's capable of understanding he's a very special boy ah and i don't know that he's at now i don't know if the he's too sheltered he's got out a traumatic history right with his father yeah um and i just don't know that he's capable of understanding on like carl's level he's younger than carl he's younger than ron mm-hmm. older than judith but it's just like the he's like the worst age to have a a, a kid in the apocalypse like they can actually move around but they can't do shit and it's hard for them to understand certain concepts right yeah so his dumb ass is having a panic attack uh or as i like to call it coward vision slow motion and then they do that sound effect where everything's muffled um carol um so anyway they're laying deanna down they're checking on judith all that shit uh we cut to carol who's with morgan in this in the house that it looks like the house not really being finished built there's nothing in it really but it's not furnished and all this shit so carol's in there and she has to lay down because uh um they basically surmise that they think she may have a concussion and i'm like you know carol she'll be in roethlisberger and play through it (laughs) like a boss you know she just go out there like it's just a concussion but right she'll come in uh not start i mean you know somebody uh backup starting she'll take their place to score 55 uh fantasy football points and she tried to get up but she just couldn't like she kind of fell back down and sat down and morgan tells her she has a concussion and then he basically said you don't like me and she says i don't trust you but i never thought you were lying and that's accurate as fuck that's morgan to a t you can't trust him because he does things that are counterintuitive to survival right but would he lie about him no probably not Mm-mm. but it's still a live omission like he won't lie to your face and say i ain't doing this but he'll tell you because he's a stand-up dude but your actions are still untrustworthy um and so uh they cut to downstairs in the same house 
and the niece is in there talking to the wolf right and i was by her motherfucking self with no weapon right i was so livid when i seen that i was like what the fuck morgan like she just went from wikiing doctor <laughs> come on to now practicing hipaa like she's like i can't let a patient die i got to take care of him it's my sacred duty that i swore to five minutes ago and she's down there talking to the wolf like hey you know getting his philosophy you know he you know how he do mm-hmm. like why y'all killing people he's like that's what we do dog we wolves and i said yeah you looking like the second little pig down there denise now what talking yes. to the wolf you in danger girl ain't that true she took your ass down there with morgan anyway and the wolf t- goes through his philosophy again about how killing people frees them from this society and this is really hell or whatever and you know nobody belongs here and he said uh you know i killed a whole lot of people but it's all arbitrary like how we die and shit no there's no karma there's no message there's no bigger meaning i got cut on a rusty bumper uh and i said you know what that is pretty arbitrary considering his lifestyle and she's asked him to show her she asked him to show her his wound that shit look nasty. oh so nasty oh, that shit look disgusting and so you have to think in this world you die off of shit like that because you know stitches you know most people don't have antibiotics you know a lot of times this shit's gonna get infected and he's most likely gonna end up dying yeah and i don't know what happened to the other black dude who's uh whose wound she got the infection out of still at the hospital but i'm assuming she just realized the game plan with that like okay effective wound i know how to fix those like you know it's like when you learn one recipe you you get you really know, damn good at it it's like a man in the kitchen he learns how to do one good recipe and then that's it he make that's his shit for the rest of his life <laughs> he don't expand beyond that all right spaghetti and meatballs again you're like come on daddy it's always good though it's always good but yeah, it's daddy. the only thing he can make <laughs> right <laughs> don't challenge him you make him mad <laughs> so uh she basically said uh show me the wound as if hey i'm gonna fix this up for you and um you know like getting her impossible white woman on Mm-hmm. you know they their love is so enduring and strong that uh it can do anything and uh she basically just like i don't need a weapon all i need is some alcohol and some towels and a needle i'm gonna save your life <laughs> as i walk through the valley i'm like come on denise let it go but she she's like i'm gonna say this man with love and she believes she could change him she do i'm like and you talk to a crazy person that got a w scratching their head that just talked about killing people and how morality is all arbitrary to them anyway yeah that you know what you can die you can go ahead and uh let that wound fester it'll be okay no big loss um michonne is taking care of deanna back at jesse's house and she's cleaning the wound and they realize that in addition to the chainsaw i mean the the saw blade cut it's a bite mark mm-hmm. they all look at it as her rick uh michelle rick and deanna and deanna has the best line of the night when she it goes straight to commercial she goes well shit <laughs> right it was so good man that is exactly what this show is it's just like i think the essence of the walking dead can be summed up by those two words and the three periods between them well shit because everything about this show is hope against 
all fucking common sense yes you are going to die like the wolf guy is right you're all gonna die none of you belong there anymore this is the zombies planet now and you should just give the fuck up because the best laid plans of mice and men collapse in this chaotic world and they all result in just horrible horrible consequences (laughs) you know like it feels like everything's so futile like you 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 know characters live all this time and then they make one mistake they you know they have one human moment they they give one person a chance they shouldn't and next thing you know they're dead mm-hmm. anyway oh that was so good and it's funny because that's what i like about the show but i think human beings aren't meant to endure this for this long and mm-hmm. that's what people actually kind of hate about the show because i can't think of another show that's this hopeless you know what i right. mean like even when i watched battlestar galactica there was always this hope like we got this this site out here and this planet out here and there's this there's always like a new nugget to keep you going this joint there is no nugget like Mm-mm. the the best you can get in this universe is relative safety for a little while like <laughs> temporary period of time and you don't know how long <laughs> it's so crazy oh i gotta be a fucked up person to like this shit this much but i do i do uh, <laughs> so um uh rick tells michonne his new plan oh no i think jesse he tells jesse his new plan which is like he's gonna wait till the walkers gather up in an area sneak out draw them away in a car or something and get them out of there they'll fix the fence blah blah blue blue you get a smack no problem here's the thing about rick's plans i'm not saying rick's plans are perfect but i think he's a great leader because he comes up with he makes the hard choices that other people don't want to make the other people like to hem and haul and debate and at the end of the day anyone who's ever been a boss or been in charge of people or been in charge of themselves you all know that there's a point where you have to pull the trigger on the decision and stick with it and rick is good at that right like he's good at being like all right this is the plan boom let's do it and it might have some flaws it might have some holes in it It might need a little refining yeah but he's looking at you like what's your plan and how you going to execute it and nobody ever has the answer exactly a lot of the times the people that detract from the plan don't plan on doing shit themselves right so um rick got another plan and you know he's, he's gonna do all this shit with the walker herd and shit and i'm just laughing because i'm like it's not gonna work because the flaw to all rick's plans is people people will always let you down yeah and yes and people outside of his core group because Mm -hmm. i think the people in that core group he knows that you know i can trust you we can go get through this when we use and i think that's been a problem once you start kind of extending that circle you're dealing with people and you don't know anything about them and you don't know if they're trustworthy and you don't know you know anything else and you're like okay i got this plan but now i got to constantly deal with you fighting against me and, right. and bucking back at me and and all that shit and you know and it's sometimes we're like I, well, I, and also he does know more than the other people typically that uh, that detract from the plan mm-hmm. and a, and i and as somebody who is a, a leader and somebody who does you know try to have i have a problem solving type of brain it there's really nothing that pisses me off than a person that has no ideas but wants to shit on mine come on now like i've been in group settings that i you know i'm a really good team player but i've been in group settings where i didn't do well because i got on like a bunch of naysayers team 
where they just didn't want to get the blame for anything right and rick's plans compared to the non-plans from everybody else um are always better it's uh, like they've all been better this season anyway and in the past he's flawed he's had plans that were terrible and didn't work and Mm -hmm. you know i think he has a he has surrounded himself with a group of people that can countermand him and be like michonne sometimes it's like nah we can't do that yeah and even call to an extent yeah yeah every everyone in his core group daryl yeah you know rick's like we don't need to recruit people no more daryl's like fuck that shit uh rick's like we should just take this place michonne's like no you know what i mean like mm-hmm. he they have like he has he's he's smart enough to know that he's impulsive and his weaknesses uh can be kind of offset with the other people around him and he's always been smart enough to give in and listen when when it's really important mm-hmm. that being said um you know i think when you think about his plans like the one to get the walkers out of quarry it's a fucking brilliant plan it almost worked except the wolves attacked alexandria in the middle of it there was no fucking way to know that nope you're right it almost worked and if it wasn't for that truck that the horn went off in they would have been they still would have worked right if they would have attacked alexandria and the horn didn't go off that plan works perfectly you know but it's just uh, it's a it's the zombie apocalypse always some bad shit gonna happen to you afterwards Mm -hmm. uh it doesn't and i think that's the thing that i think people don't really maybe they tire of it with the show a little bit but the bad shit is gonna happen no matter what that's the truth you know it makes you feel kind of like oh there was a way they could have played it and it's like not really Mm -hmm. not really no one wants to see that show um so um he uh michonne promises deanna that she's gonna get those plans done and she asked her about the latin writing on there uh that we figured out said uh someday this pain will be useful to you uh and um deanna just kind of seems at peace with dying like i think she just didn't want to die a coward and she wanted to die with a legacy and that plan and spencer are her legacy right pay attention eugene okay don't die a coward um so she was just kind of like i don't know like she had a like she had had makeup on for the first time in a few weeks like she she just had to look like hey man i'm uh i'm all right i'm i'm all right with this yeah it's like she was almost coming out of her morning right. but like she was coming back to life because it was a period of time there where i was like she's she gonna go to the back and shoot herself oh for sure so then we cut to the garage and uh ron is in there crying by himself and motherfucking carl comes in now listen last time we left if it wasn't for the wall breaking it looked like ron had a gun out and was about to shoot carl in the back like jesse motherfucking james he was that wall hadn't fail yes, but sir. the wall fell he chickened out they ain't have time but he got back to his house jesse's house was in the garage crying like a bitch uh now nah, he was in the <laughs> garage crying and in walks carl like what's up dog you all right yeah because carl has no fucking idea what he just did carl didn't even realize that this motherfucker hates him no because carl don't take him seriously carl's like i have no reason to be afraid of you right so he says enid's dead 
and i said hold up i know enos alive and obviously it seems that in his fatalistic hopeless moment ron has decided that enos dead i wonder if that's the same way he decided enos was his girlfriend i think so too yeah yeah yeah, well, yeah. she ain't around he speaks a lot for her yeah I, next week gonna be saying he fucked her wouldn't surprise me because <laughs> it's that ownership thing and he got a lot of that from his daddy you right. know just that ownership i i quote unquote own you um regardless of how you feel and i think that uh he felt like that was one of the few things in this quote unquote fucked up world that he could actually control mm-hmm. even though he really couldn't control her right. and i think back to some of the things you said before they're going through the emotional turmoil that uh rick and them crew went through seasons ago well also he grew up in an environment where his mom was beaten by his father right and he saw it constantly and no one came to help he probably got relationship issues not like he got a counselor he can go talk to right uh anyway ron uh turns around with tears coming down his eyes and he says your dad's a killer to uh to carl because carl's like we're not dead we can my dad's gonna save us we're gonna be fine so he turns around he's like your dad's a killer to which carl says bitch so is yours come on now and then it took ron a second to think about it <laughs> like he hit him with that ether he was like mm, that is good that is a point he killed rich and then he goes i'm dead carl i'm dead my mom's dead my brother's dead and he walks towards the door and locks it and he says you're dead too and he goes to pull out his gun and carl and him start fighting yeah carl immediately in the fight mode because it's like he just i don't think he knew who he was he'd have been better off just walking up and shooting carl from the back because you talking to carl like carl been around for a long time dog even though he's not that old and he was like oh no 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 you won't be killing me today i don't even know what he like i don't think he had a plan i feel like he really was jeremy he thought he was gonna shoot up the whole house or something because like if he would have shot carl and killed him downstairs rick and those guys come downstairs you think they're gonna let him live oh no like no. he don't like rick gonna kill him like it was gonna cause a bunch of chaos mm-hmm. not to mention zombies are right outside and they get easily startled by cans and they they would probably be very startled by a bullet of course um so um they get into a fight ron breaks the garage window zombies start pouring in carl tries to brace it with a shelf they come in anyway uh they were making noise during the fight because the door's locked rick has to break the door and right. now they can't get out of the uh garage uh i mean they can't lock the garage behind them when they get out right right because he had to chop it down just to fucking get out right so so carl and uh ron run into the house and uh in the house um they start barricading the doors and stuff um and you know and ron has a moment where he's laying on the ground he goes to pick up his gun and he sees the zombies pouring in and he has a moment like oh i fucked up Mm-hmm. yeah and carl 
goes in the in the house they're barricading the door everyone's asking what happened down there we thought we heard fighting and ron and, and carl's like no we weren't fighting everything's okay and, and he's covering for ron and ron goes yeah mom it was just we were fighting the zombies okay or whatever and they're like go upstairs and get something else to brace this door with they go upstairs ron is like i'm sorry carl i didn't mean to. and carl turns around and pulls his gun on ron and says give me your gun right which is smart at least carl was smart enough to get that gun from ron killing them probably would have been a bad look for their blended uh family right but he was like what you won't do is try to kill me again and so after he got the gun he says look man i get it my dad killed your dad but you need to know something your dad was an asshole right (laughs) right he whipped your ass with your mama ass got your brother terrified come on yeah it went to commercial too that was so good man um (laughs) but i just wanted ron to hear that all season and it was cool seeing it come from another kid like your dad ain't shit man okay can we stop can you stop pretending right that your dad was this perfect entity yeah like you really about to fuck everything up over a deadbeat beating beat a beat your mama up nigga um deanna uh rick goes to look for deanna uh, and check on Judith upstairs. And Deanna is no longer in the bed where she was bleeding out. Mm-hmm. And Rick goes down the hallway. He's panicking. And he opens the door to, to his baby, Judith's room. And Deanna is reaching for the baby in the crib. <laughs> over and over and her. She's, and she's like on the ground. Like she can barely walk. And she is like, she can't quite reach into the crib to grab the baby and rick pulls out his axe and he goes to kill her fuck her up and she goes whoa whoa hold up rick i'm still alive it's me it's me hey 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 he says she said it's still me i think or maybe she said that later either way yeah she she almost got herself axed out the motherfucking picture Mm, really quick yeah like she was iris on the flash (laughs) message don't worry chris doesn't watch this um so <laughs> so uh she uh almost gets axed in the in the back of the head and rick sees how bad she's looking and she tells him i just wanted to go hold judith one last time and he's like i don't think that's a good idea in your condition you'll be eating my baby and he said from this point on you're never alone and she, she understood which i think he just was saying in case you do change someone needs to be here to kill you right um and uh then we cut to the garage where tara rosita and eugene have ended up mm-hmm. what a combo what a combo none of these motherfuckers like each other eugene's cowardice got tara fucked up but to tara, tara's the ultimate uh optimist she's like oh we'll be fine there's literally zombies banging on the garage like more than you can see through and she, she's like oh it'll be cool you know every, every, this place gotta have a price right right because I, I think for her they're the closest thing to family because it's like hey all my people did the governor killed all my people well also tara was in a coma for most of the bad shit she's probably just waking up like oh anyway where's everybody hates chris uh, right you know so where's noah um so she's a little more optimistic about everything and she's like we'll be fine and rosita's like i don't think so everything's bad and she was like well this place is worth gotta have a price right it's right it's worth fighting for and rosita said we haven't paid it already and tara says apparently not we gotta kill more walkers and do whatever it takes to get, keep this place 
and then rosita finally lets it know that uh lets everybody know she thinks abraham's dead she said it feels like abraham's dead um now he's apparently alive at this moment on the show Mm -hmm. so but i think she was just she could just sense with her womanly powers i think she's just just that that the romance was dead right and that i don't think i don't think she was knee deep in them chocolate cakes Mm. yeah i don't i mean because it might be the thing when she's talking about he's fit but i think she's talking about like their relationship she their relationship is gone she could just tell he's just not there no more sonequa martin green you sexy son of a gun uh so yeah she knew once you go black you don't come back so (laughs) yeah um and uh eugene was in the room with them while they were debating this he's in the corner reading a fucking world history book with a lighter for Ah! light and it was still light outside i don't know what that was about eugene's weird but he was reading a world history book and rosita eventually says you know what i'm gonna see what's on the other side of this garage door i'm gonna shoot i'm gonna use my gun and shoot through the lock and eugene says now this i can help you with apparently he's a professional lock uh picker and he took he picked the lock with a paper clip so way to go eugene way to be useful right for something uh so morgan is in this house with uh carol and of course downstairs is denise and the wolf but carol doesn't know that nope she suspects it but she doesn't know it and she goes uh i mean morgan is like you know asking her if she's okay and and she says you know she's okay and then he goes and starts listening to downstairs to see if he can hear what's going on with the wolf and denise by the way nigga if you so worried kick your ass down there right. like i know you don't want carol to kill him but denise could be fucking he could be wearing denise's skin downstairs you wouldn't have no idea yeah like she ain't exactly made of tough stuff buddy anyway and he knew that when he bought her ass uh, of course he there. knew of course he Come knew she's from alexandria she's fucking zombie bait um <laughs> yes she is so uh carol uh when he when uh when he kind of takes a few steps downstairs to see if he can hear anything carol turns the light off upstairs he goes upstairs to investigate she hops out of nowhere pushes him and runs downstairs into the basement mm-hmm. where she finds uh denise taking care of the injuries of the wolf and she goes get away from him i'll kill him and morgan's like i can't let you i can't let you do that girl and all that shit and uh he pulls out the bow staff she pulls out her like small knife and it's about to be on and he says uh this could have waited this could have waited now it can't i like that and then they cut the commercial right uh let's see what else happened deanna told michonne about that phrase uh someday this pain will be useful to you and michonne basically has a tearful goodbye she's gonna i think deanna meant a lot to her but more important she thanked deanna for dreaming because deanna's dream meant a lot to michonne she loves she wants to have stability and she believes in the dream of alexandria and a place that you can protect and a place worth fighting for um like nobody i would say nobody in the crew wanted this to work more than michelle right like peacefully you know carol and rick just want to take the shit <laughs> all right um and <laughs> she tries to thank deanna and deanna's like i still believe i cocked it all up but i figured it out um 
so we'll see what happens with that plan i'm assuming that's gonna come back though right because she kept asking her what does she believe mm-hmm. rick finally decides to do something we've all been wondering why they don't do every week cut some zombies up and use their guts to disguise their sense and walk right through them and walk out i don't think that's something you want to constantly do yeah it must stink that's what, no. the only thing i could come up with is it just must really really fucking stink be unsanitary you don't know where your next shower's coming from you get infection yeah. you get disease because even with michonne she used two zombies like living zombies to protect her which makes more sense than actually covering yourself up in, with it yeah i guess i mean it's kind of hard to do and then if you know right. and, that, and that and i think in close proximity it's probably really bad mm-hmm. but uh and, and then also you know how you gonna get everybody two zombies and some chains and shit so they did they had to do what they had to do for the amount of people they had in there right and most they had like ponchos and shit like that but you know who's gonna be walking around putting this shit on their regular clothes a regular skin for a sensitive period of time make yourself sick you might have cuts anything Mm-mm. yeah now you you get a rainstorm or some shit you're gonna you, die yes you are immediately you start running making noise you're gonna die yes you are but uh when you don't it's it's the best of a, a bunch of bad choices um so rick cuts up the zombies slimes everybody down with them um sam comes out and he's scared he's like mama i'm scared and she said calm down baby that ain't nothing but the lord doing his work yeah Mm. what uh no actually jesse's advice is actually worse than that yes it is her advice was pretend that you're a kid that's not a bitch yeah he's like mommy i've been pretending forever He's like, yeah, this is my me being a kid. That's not a bitch. She's like, well, for ten better, nigga, we gonna die. <laughs> right. Carol's advocating for the death penalty of the wolf with Morgan in the basement, and the wolf is actually his own worst defense, uh, <laughs> uh, his own problem, because he's like, yeah, y'all should kill me. I'm terrible. I'm gonna kill all y'all. You, y- y'all gonna die. You don't belong here, and uh, you know, I'm gonna make sure to take y'all out. And he meant it yeah wolf don't give a fuck about living bruh um and so carol's like nah we're gonna fight this out right now we're gonna squab this out and i'm gonna kill him and morgan's like i'm not i can't let you do that and so they get ready to go one-on-one and uh they start he he uses a bow sweep maneuver to knock the knife out of her hand and they start fighting and you know um Go, going back and forth with the bow and the knife mm-hmm. uh which you know was uh which was cool you know i actually enjoyed it uh you know it was a it was a good fight we all been wanting to see carol versus uh carol versus uh, uh morgan i felt like this music was playing by the way when they got into the fight that's exactly how it felt to me because i was just like i like part of me hates morgan 
and he's just like the worst kind of like pacifist motherfucker just i will fight you to make sure this man has his rights and you're like he wants to the right to kill us yeah, like what right. are, what are you really fighting for i don't understand it don't make sense right like you like and the thing i like about this compared to the comic book because morgan's crazy in the comic book mm-hmm. right the thing about his crazy here it makes so much more sense in this world because yes, morgan was a type of crazy in the comic book where i was like normal people wouldn't let him be around they would just be like no nigga you crazy Mm-hmm. like it was so like some bad gonna happen with you being around you can't even blend in with people you talk to yourself all fucking day you're a weirdo we don't trust you okay you out of the group this kind of morgan is not really like that he's cool except for that one thing right you go you're a good person but come on dog it's like having a racist white friend when well, he's like oh. you cool except for that that whole race thing just you know what i mean like if it wasn't for the nigger thing we would be all right we could hang out but it's that 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 is the deal killer though and that's morgan like he he won't budge on this principle and he's willing to fucking fight and beat up carol which he does after she struggles to get a knife he picks up and slams her she's knocked out unconscious and while he's making sure he didn't kill her i'm assuming right the wolf picks up his bow staff and knocks morgan's punk ass out too right nigga so was, mad what i was angry at him oh he's the worst oh and that shit's gonna come back to bite everybody in it already kind of has though ass. it already kind of has and maybe it'll get worse but it already kind of has even you know so they're knocked the fuck out both of them and denise who apparently all this time hasn't even had a fucking weapon nope in a room with a goddamn serial killer that's morgan's fault yeah it's her fault too she should know better she ain't no real doctor true but she also did a weapon yeah but like it goes back to the being in alexandria and she didn't know what she's walking into she didn't know who he was morgan just walked her ass down there blindly yeah everyone in alexandria should have a gun at this point olivia ain't doing nothing to keep him checked in get you a gun <laughs> right you could just I, I just ron, walk in and take one ron got a gun and several bullets get a gun so this fool sees the wolf get the damn bow staff and she just goes no no and he takes the knife and points it at her and then uh it kind of skips to the next scene uh rick is getting everybody dressed up in zombie guts and gabe comes over and says because the plan is they dress in zombie guts they walk right out behind the zombies and they get away home free as long as nobody makes any noise and as long as it don't start raining so they've got to do the plan gabe goes up he says i'm not gonna give up out there i will not turn back no matter what happens and rick says i know and it made me wonder do you think rick's starting to begrudgingly accept the idea that they are all in the same game it's not just his people Mm-hmm. yeah he and, and truth be told uh you can tell from him not allowing deanna's son to die as much as he claimed that you know he didn't care he cared yeah yeah and he didn't want to say the right answer which we find out later anyway uh deanna i mean denise is with the wolf and she says you don't have to kill us just let us all die you don't have to do this and uh, you say we're gonna die anyway 
and then the wolf takes the knife and like gets closer to her and she goes you're so full of shit and he's like you're what i like about people because this motherfucker loves talking right and tara eugene and rosita all come in through that door after eugene picks the lock and eugene has a machete tara and rosita have guns and the wolf takes denise hostage and i'm like what and he goes give me your guns give me your weapons slide them over i want them and they give him their weapons and then he they, they were like you don't need her you don't need denise and he said i know which i'm assuming means he wants her for something mm-hmm. now what do you think he wants her for to take back to the pack yeah maybe and what i was thinking also is he may mistake her cleaning up his wound for having some medical expertise that she probably does not have right gonna get her there and get her hemmed up she only know how to make one one meal she know how to fix infections that's it right i hope nobody need a kidney transplant or some shit because it ain't happening with her um i'm like he's gonna be horribly disappointed when she ain't got her books right nothing to read or research yeah she's gonna be like hold on i tried to use is c always cut first is that right no no that's wrong <laughs> whoops you're dead whoops you're dead um the zombie guts plan was working real good everybody was walking out gleaning and eating it climbed a tree they could see over the fence and they saw maggie on top like by the fence right and then poor thing she she was out there all by herself i was stuck I, I thought she wasn't gonna make it man right she just sitting there baking in the hot sun um uh deanna decides i'm not gonna kill myself with my gun because she wanted to go out on her own terms um uh, and she decided oh and she had told rick i forgot to mention this the correct answer to that question about spencer last week where it was why did you save him and he just said because he's your son the correct answer apparently is because he's one of us right uh anyway so he um so deanna says fuck this i don't want to kill myself takes her gun with her last bullets and shoots them at zombies as they head up the stairs to eat her mm-hmm. and then uh i'm assuming they go in and eat her yeah and and i like her last scene just that powerful scream because she kept telling michonne too i'm gonna go out on my terms the way i want to go out right um so um gabe was looking nervous as fuck as they were sliding out and sam starts waiting to that all the way out of the house all the way out front they're all holding hands they're all moving slowly and he goes mom like in the, like really low i was like this and jesse's ignoring him right and so is her uh, his older brother so he's talking louder so he says mom mom and then they they end the episode i was like when they come back this nigga gonna be eight they are it's gonna get like, so eat his ass. listen episode nine is about to start with a motherfucking bang oh motherfuckers about to get eight and it's gonna be people we know like the people in that little group are gabe michonne rick uh carl ron jesse sam the zombies are literally surrounding them unless they pull another uh glenn and reshoot the whole scene 
these somebody getting eight y'all somebody got to die people got to die right because the thing is this motherfucker because what pissed me off about that scene i was like bitch you've been upstairs in your room for two weeks and and, and hadn't said shit and won't come out and now you decide to goddamn t- oh i was so mad that little boy right why can't you be more like peter from the cosby show i was so mad at that little boy um now here's the last thing you had to watch into the badlands and after the first commercial break they actually show a clip that should have been included in this show in my opinion right and it's basically abe sasha and daryl confront are confronted by negan's men uh negan is apparently the head of the group from the episode about daryl sasha and abe uh the group that was looking for those people who had apparently absconded with something with some fuel mm-hmm. and he basically breaks it down it's a bunch of these guys that are all sitting in a um they're all sitting on motorcycles they all have weapons they're blocking the street and they basically say look you can do this the easy way or the hard way but you gotta give us your fuel you gotta give us your weapons i he even said like i want the stack of emergency napkins i want your pornography and, yeah you got porn under the seat that's mine like we're taking all of it and it's for negan and they said who the hell is negan basically it's like hey don't you know megan the person is about to be taking all your shit nigga you're right um he says your property now belongs to negan and then that's the end the only thing i'll say about this that i it just left a bad taste in my mouth and it's kind of like the glenn thing why are you putting it during into the badlands like you clearly like is into the badlands doing bad or something are the ratings high enough no it's second behind actually behind that show every every sunday okay so like what the fuck man like amc is getting so weirdly desperate with a show that is money in the bank every week like it's gonna get the highest ratings on tv unless you fuck it up come on now and they're so dangerously close to fucking the show up i don't know why they have a death wish in for the show but they're so dangerously close to breaking that fourth wall to a point where people are gonna be like okay like so now you're this is to get me to watch into the badlands and i love into the badlands but there's gotta be a ton of people who are like yeah now i'm gonna switch to the leftovers oh fuck i gotta i can't see the preview for next week until 10 minutes from now i guess i'll go back right so that's some bullshit in my right. opinion instead of just doing an extra clip on the end like you normally do and saying like the way they said negan which i've been pronouncing wrong all this time in my head i thought it was negan anyway the way they said negan um was who's in this world for people that don't read the comic books it's uh okay who's that but for, if you read the comic books you know who it is it was almost like they looked at the camera and winked mm-hmm. it's like your stuff belongs to negan now and they just looked at the camera and was just like oh won't be food again <laughs> yes i'm like all right all right comic book yeah, people get excited right um all right we do have some uh feedback for this episode and okay this feedback is brought to you by bevel mm-hmm. this episode and this feedback is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps get clearer smoother skin with bevel uh ladies love it girls adore it i mean even the ones that never saw me bevel is the first and only shaving system created for men with coarse and curly hair um you know a lot of people using these other razors on their skin and shit and you can tell okay guys we all know what you're doing Mm -hmm. cut it out we know what you do when you go in that bathroom and it's disgusting 
<laughs> cutting your face with that shit get you some nice stuff on your face get bevel get bevel.com uh where you need to go today and use code tbgwt to get 20 percent off your first month get bevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com all right let's look at y'all's feedback uh adrian writes in uh walking dead season finale hello rod karen and guest uh whoa that finale so much to talk about but i'll keep it to a few thoughts clearly carol has left a lasting impression on sam uh yes sam uh what what was his drawing the picture of what he described she described she do to him back at the party yeah Mm -hmm. didn't notice any a's on anybody's hand this week i'm glad we got some resolution with the call slash ron tension those two weren't fooling either of their parents speaking of parents no they wouldn't because they looked at each other like these niggas in there fighting yeah they knew right at the wrong so many people were fighting at the exact wrong time but i will give them credit they built up all those Mm storylines every none of those fights none of that shit came out of last place out of nowhere the people who started them were not in their right minds i feel like carol starting that fight with um with with morgan is proof she had a concussion because that's kind of stupid shit you do when you got a concussion but i'm gonna fight this motherfucker right now it's like uh actually rg3 what you need to do (laughs) is take this concussion protocol right sit your ass down and his thing was like uh we could have handled this once you got better Mm -hmm. but you didn't want to hear that listen morgan was wrong but morgan was right right this wasn't the time and that and carol's brashness and stubbornness and pig-headedness and control freakness okay because what i believe is since carol is a victim of domestic violence right. and being a survivor her thing is i'm so she's so aggressive in this environment as a means of control right she needs to control her environment because she will never be a victim again including killing motherfuckers like that wolf right because she's like you will not come back and kill me or, or people around me just because i didn't take control of the situation right um anyway speaking of parents didn't it seem like the group haven't gotten sam was in his room what did you think of jesse's parenting telling him to pretend he is brave i think sam's a very flawed fucked up kid and you know your kid better than i know your kid Mm -hmm. and i think she just basically said pretend that you are brave because there's no way to fucking convey that message to a kid that you're about to dress in zombie guts and walk downstairs and he's gonna see his first zombies for the first time there's just no way around it you can't leave him there you can't let him die and he's still a kid so you talk to him in the kid language you think he'll understand but it ain't newsflash he's a fucking kid it might not work right and the bulk of his life has been cowing behind her and being you know lock yourself in the room right and and so it's a constant pretend world for him also i don't think zombies hold hands well first of all uh she said those houses definitely were not built for a zombie invasion well that's true but she said also i don't think zombies hold hands you don't know that adrian <laughs> there could be some zombie love you ever been in a zombie you ever seen a zombie in love mm-hmm. didn't they have a movie about a zombie in love mm-hmm. he was holding hands he was doing a lot more than holding hands you know what i'm saying adrian? uh <laughs> that's all thanks for the great half season of recaps have a lovely week uh no problem man i actually i'm kind of looking forward to them being done so that i can uh get back to doing five shows a week where we talk about news because news keeps getting backed up sometimes yes it does and uh also just you know i think everybody kind of needs a break this is one of the most mentally exhausting shows and everyone gets so excited for it and honest to god 
i swear they do this every year they get super duper excited but the show is so depressing and bleak yes it is that you you just can't help but turn on the show every year and this one the most egregious one because the glenn thing gave everybody a really good excuse to be like i'm out but i bet you if i looked up the ratings it was still high (laughs) i wonder you know let me look up the ratings i didn't even do that this time i forgot i normally look at the rating number just to see if it changed if it fluctuated at all because sometimes you know you can tell holy shit it went up are you wow wow it's the second highest rating of the season i believe it apparently none of y'all y'all like to talk some shit but y'all don't actually do shit everybody's like i'm gonna quit next time i'm gonna quit next week well, your, your tv tells otherwise uh kadesha i hope i'm pronouncing that right or kadesha whichever one it is uh writes in walking dead mid-season finale telephone man first let me say the conversation with john jacob michael paul judas guy had me dying oh he's talking about um the medium talk i laughed so hard i became sober second how much does it cost to be a premium member fifteen dollars i want to press the button but my jamaican mama has it still to fear internet purchase write me back so we can set up a night it set it up 90 style what is 90 style i don't I know no idea i don't I, my mama warned me about people trying to set it up 90 style <laughs> what the hell's a 90 style what, what you gonna cut us a, a post-dated check i don't understand yeah, we set this paypal up for a reason to get this money third the christian woman trying to shame katie perry's parents told me uh her whole life story in that ranch she was raised in an average close to being this is not really about the walking dead should i just move this to the walking dead uh i mean to the regular folder was it don't matter let's see close to being upper middle class but just didn't make it family where one or both parents had them strong bible laws but that she never broke she married a man that was approved had a kid and later found her child masturbating and her husband having an affair with the freak next door that lets him do anal lastly the lot walking dead was amazing the actress who plays deanna was vying for that emmy the scenes for the morgan and carol had me on edge i had i have never prayed so hard for the safety of a white woman Aww. like i was praying for carol everybody was cheering for carol oh oh yeah now i, I was out eddie and when he did that i was like nigga you got to die like, i really thought the one of them was gonna die because um the wolf but i think this might be the best case scenario because one i don't really give a fuck about denise but i knew morgan's stupidity would cost him somebody mm-hmm. and i'm glad the wolf didn't just escape because it'd be another reason that he could write it off like all lives matter rick Mm-mm. like now now he's got to deal with hey if denise is dead it's you killed her basically right all lives matter that bullshit all life is precious uh she was also amazing in this episode okay wait i've, I've said that already uh she has to kill him so uh oh i was praying for carol she was also amazing in this episode you can see the pain in her face and the love that she has for the people when she said she has to kill him so no one else she has grown to care about dies michonne and rick got that advice and wisdom drop on them and the interaction between those these characters had on a had me an emotional roller coaster carl did me proud when he went and got that gun from ron finally he heard them words that he was in denial about his dad is a fucking asshole don't want to brag this don't want to drag this out any longer love the episode i can't wait to hear your review well thank you very much kadesha thank you or kadesha i don't know which way it's pronounced 
uh the walking dead aka morgan is officially on the trading block <laughs> <laughs> not the trading block uh evening karen and rod my thoughts are all over the place typing this so please excuse that this episode was a doozy first off before i complain about morgan how about that lip acting from miss denied towards the end of the show with Diana? i noticed it you know i noticed it big chocolate lips <laughs> quivering all i could think was mm, let it made lip acting school has taught you well <laughs> let it make daniels i'm upset i won't get my fix for a while yeah i'm gonna catch up on some things yeah it's a lot of shit that i had started watching and need to watch yeah jessica i need to watch jessica jones i haven't watched uh i haven't got all the way caught up on uh uh the leftovers a bunch of stuff uh deanna hurt mo- herself in the most alexandrian way but she bossed her way through it even though uh injured and bitten until the very end i even stood up and started clapping when she opened that door and started popping walkers instead of offing herself me too yeah must have sucked he got bitten to death though i would have saved one bullet for me meanwhile ron and morgan were off running for fuck boy shit of the year award it pains me to say this but can the black delegation trade morgan for glenn or uh two fourth round picks oh he he really one actively kept a wolf alive two left the only person that has some medical knowledge along with the psycho three protected the dude from carol but had no problem slamming a concussed woman on the ground when he got barry's bonds with his big staff my my arms uh went up yelling this nigga right here you know that's what you got what you get yeah i will say this too about morgan um i don't like i I don't know when he crossed that line between i will not let you hurt me which is what that dude taught him and i will beat you up to keep you from hurting this other guy that's some batman superman spider-man type shit Mm -hmm. uh part of me wanted the wolf to finish him but black actors matter i wouldn't have cared i don't yeah i don't have that attachment the way y'all do like if you black and you fucking up you can get it too get the fuck out yeah i'm kidding ain't nothing great on no curve niggas out here mm-hmm. fucking up but they black mm-hmm. lenny james can act his ass off but unless morgan start acting right he can die yep fucking up the whole program yep just like sam got to go yeah i was glad when tyrese died everybody writing in sad bye nigga you fucked up when, when we start being okay with this because he black what y'all cheer for r kelly too don't write in if you check out kelly <laughs> please don't meanwhile in emotional hormones town ron must have watched too many episodes of snap because he had a backup plan to off carl since shit hit the fan outside then after he fails he apologizes like man i was tripping god i wanted carl to knock his ass out so bad but carl handled handled that whole situation so well i wanted a little bit of crazed head cock to the side rick to come out of him when he was taking the gun from ron but i'll take the bars he was serving as well uh that's true i did that would have been funny he would start waving that gun to the side uh by the way did you guys what did you guys think rick and jess both knew they were lying about not fighting yes mm-hmm. it just the was they, not the time the way they were looking they was like y'all lying but uh we gotta stop these fuckers from coming in so right now it's time to address that it bullshit. just was not the time right. they did not have time they needed to get the fuck out of the house for them zombies came up there. right um i wanted a little bit of cray oh wait hold on uh felt like they were they had that parental telepathy going on yeah parents know they know their kids 
plus the way rick asked carl was it okay had me feeling like rick automatically thought they were bullshitting i'm sure everyone else emailing you will catch other points so i in my hair peace love and soul to you uncle rod and tt karen lol p.s the way they'd end scenes before commercials with one-liners was way hilarious to me yeah it was so good this week so good oh pss where the fuck was he i literally wrote that down during our review just now like i had this written about 40 minutes ago i wrote where was he yeah he was just uh, he went up to the room with judy winslow i never came back and cyrus's baby from scandal he just disappeared right the walking dead feedback from eve hi rod and karen another good episode of the walking dead i would expect the more character deaths but i suspect we'll get a couple in the next half of a season one of the reasons i love the review you guys do is because no matter how many times i watch an episode i always miss something and i'm sure i missed something this episode because there was a lot going on first of all i'm not sure how I, who i can't stand the most right now morgan and his all lives matter philosophy or emo ron yeah, Whew, yeah that is close all right shit i don't know how you that's man that's like picking between fucking peanut butter and chocolate right there <laughs> this is the second time maybe third that morgan's bad decisions have come back to haunt the others in the group this mofo has got to go it's one thing to not kill like glenn but it's quite another thing to do a suplex to to suplex someone to prevent them from doing what he doesn't have the balls to do his bad decisions are literally putting the group in danger I don't think it was the right time to confront Morgan about that wolf on Carol's part, but Morgan is on some fuck shit. Agreed on both counts. Mm-hmm. When Rick finds out, and he will, Morgan will either be kicked out of Alexandra or be killed by Rick. It's unfortunate that what happened to his character because he used to be one of my faves. Now I don't care if he gets killed or not. I know the story scenes. I know the show scenes to have a quota on the brothers, and currently there are three of them. So if one has to go, my vote is Morgan yep i choose him over father gabriel's useless ass well actually it's more than three brothers you got buddy that got shot and had his wound infected he ain't dead yet you got heath then you got gabriel then you got morgan there was also a sinbad looking nigga somewhere in the last episode but i feel like that's an extra and i don't count those (laughs) you gotta have at least one talking line yeah he got ate up by the hood yeah you can't be like run that's not that don't count Mm -mm. Uh, as for ron that little motherfucker needs to catch the hands carl is doing a really dumb thing by keeping that what that asshole did a secret you know what carl to me is more mature than his father Mm -hmm. and that may come back to bite him but he knows you can't always tell everybody everything and it would fuck up everything between his father and jesse and the friendship between him and ron and shit i'm not saying those things are right but in the heat of the moment there was a lot more pressing shit going on right and he may even be like i'm gonna tell dad later but for right now let's get the gun out of this dude's hand everybody work together and we'll let it go and then maybe it'll come up later but yeah it reminds me of when glenn let uh that other asshole nick live and almost got him killed he really did get him killed they they shot it another way they shot it another way uh keeping secrets hasn't worked out for other characters it didn't work out for morgan and it sure as hell didn't work out for glenn well glenn's still alive ron is a delusional asswipe and enid wasn't even that into him but because she actually spoke to him he decided she was his girlfriend i believe that Mm -hmm. 
the zombie apocalypse is the best thing that ever happened to that kid because you know he didn't have friends in school he was that kid who always had a faint odor of shit because he never wiped his ass that good Ooh, i can't tell that he was a kid who would peep into the windows of neighbors to watch them have sex well weren't we all those kids oh no just me okay sorry (laughs) (laughs) he's that kid who would pick his nose and then stare at what he dug out longer than was necessary sometimes he eat it having other kids in the zombie apocalypse was like heaven for him because finally he actually had friends although they were probably just using him for his xbox of course yeah you know speaking of porn i uh i watched porn uh uh last night mm-hmm. and it had and i'm not joking uh, it was uh go go fuck me i think is her name and she was fucking and she's just like real beautiful fat ass stripper black woman mm-hmm. she was fucking a actual puppet like not a person in a costume not a cartoon not special effects like pinocchio like they went and got the the muppet style puppetry get up and she really did have sex with it it was like, like, like a he, 30 minute scene or like he made out of wood yeah it was making jokes like you couldn't it was impossible to jack off to impossible it, ah! i fucking defy you and no person on earth has to focus <laughs> to make it through that shit <laughs> without just questioning your life i had to just put my dick away and be like what is this and it was funny it was entertaining but yeah like the puppet was talking and the puppet had a high-pitched puppet voice it like, was talking yeah she fucked the puppet it was like the puppet was like 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 it was like it was like yeah girl you need to come over here and get some of this you know what i mean like oh slow down now i'm sensitive oh, no. i'm sensitive oh i'm coming like it was like oh, that no did he bust a nut too what was he it did. wood? did splinters was, come out what's happening here it, well it wasn't a wood puppet it was like the muppets it's like kermit oh those type of muppets yes oh, oh so did they have handmans you know how the muppets have to have other people yes <laughs> shit you couldn't <laughs> I see was joking. they filmed it so you couldn't see the person that was operating the, the puppet but yes it was oh. it was just like the muppets <laughs> and she fucked that she fucked the shit out of that puppet <laughs> it freaked me out i was like i was like <laughs> did they have did they have it behind the behind the stage you know how they do when they it do wasn't a puppet a, shows? it wasn't a sta- it wasn't a stage it was like i'm telling you it was like the muppets can you know how kermit and them go places on the muppets now yes it was like that you can see his legs sometimes and you can see like kind of the sticks that they were using to move it but like the puppet was talking and everything i've never (laughs) i don't even know what the fucking name of it was (laughs) just look up like muppet porn what's happening here look up like fat ass stripper fucks puppet or something (laughs) because i mean and it was weird because she's very attractive and shit but it was also like she was <laughs> she was fucking a puppet uh when she's anyway. a protection did they have muppet aids what's happening here i don't know man it disturbed me i had to <laughs> I had to tell the universe about this <laughs> maybe it's another person on earth out here that's into this because i what was her i name? didn't see that coming i think it's go go fuck me f-u-k-m-e or go go i think that was her but i don't think her name was in the title i think it was just like you know when you stream it it was just like stripper fucks puppet or some shit and uh she fucked the shit out of that puppet like she did a good like she <laughs> fucked the puppet like it's a real person like it's a real two foot tall person that was fucking her <laughs> she rode the puppet and then the person that was doing the puppet job was taking it so professional like he was just like 
oh yeah bitch you gonna fuck me you gonna get this dick girl you gonna get this puppet dick <laughs> like <laughs> like felt like elmo was getting fucked <laughs> no thank you oh i don't even know what the puppet like maybe it was peanut i can't remember the puppet's name <laughs> i could like i just lost control like everything i was like i don't yeah it just felt like a blank spot in my mind i was just like I, and i i guess i've reached the end of the internet oh, I've, I've downloaded every porn video of all time apparently so anyway look it up guys enjoy um please don't get me started on his little brother sam is the worst fuck that kid i know a lot of people had problems with carl from season two and i was one of them but out of all the kids on this show so far maybe except micah carl has been the least annoying right i agree that's true <laughs> i love how other kids being around immediately makes you go and i love carl <laughs> that's all it took like when carl was the only kid and it was tons of fucking people around it's like god damn man carl's such a hard person then you see kids who don't know and they're like carl in season one and you're like oh no 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 that's annoying this carl's pretty tough on a side note where where exactly does that wolf think he'll go with that horde outside does he not realize what's going on looking forward to the second half of the season maybe he has a way around it i don't know uh emil who knows yeah maybe he's come up with some i mean obviously they've they've been navigating out there by themselves they walk in mid-season finale emil says hello ride karen and guests if applicable wow what an episode after this mid-season finale i'm prepared to forgive the writers jumping the nick in previous episodes yeah i don't think i'll ever forgive them but i'm not giving up on the show the same way i'm not giving up on the flash for sidelining iris for the first eight episodes of the season come like, on now i i like i i'm not so pissed that i'm like i'm out but uh i get why people are pissed and i get the people that leave like mm-hmm. i completely understand um they brought the story back around maybe i should know better but the way it ended i still have a real sense of the group being in real peril of course uh also um i want to say some uh i think this show feels like the comics Mm-hmm. For in all p- good and bad ways that that applies, right? Correct. It feels the most like the comics. Like a lot of people make these weird complaints about like the convenient plot of zombies and how the zombies change, and and they do, they absolutely do, and they also do in the comic. Yes, they do. You know what I mean? It's kind of like so when you need a person to die, hey, sometimes they just weren't checking around the corner and a zombie got them, or sometimes uh, you know uh some unfortunate circumstances fell them and they that's how they got killed or sometimes they bring it on themselves but it, the zombies do kind of it's whatever whatever the fuck is dangerous that day and you know i understand i just think it's a fundamental conceit of the show and the comic book and i don't think there's anywhere around it but it feels very much like the comic yes uh anyway uh i like the way they tied this thread in with daryl sasha and abraham by showing us that eugene's cowardly ass is the voice on the radio mumbling help my main point though is morgan now that the wolf has kidnapped and will probably kill tara's boo to be and the only doctor left morgan's place in the group has become untenable i don't see how they can bridge that gap and i see expulsion as inevitable yeah because i don't think morgan and carol had woken up when the wolf escaped no so, so everybody's gonna have questions when they go back in that room yes and we're gonna see if uh what morgan says to defend himself from that but or if he even feels regret or anything uh with morgan eventually snapping and reverting to clearing oh you think that'll happen uh the group cannot afford his pacifism as it has real consequences speaking of the group do you foresee rick 
heeding deanna and michonne's advice and treating alexandrians as part of the group or do you still see him excluding them care oh he's gonna accept him he's not gonna have a choice because you need you need people you can't make it alone yeah i think rick has another arc in his development and the bigger the problem the more he realizes that his small group as awesome as they are he has to make make that small group a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger and start training people and helping the shit Mm -hmm. on a separate note jamie's youngest son is the worst sam he's the worst i agree god sam uh keep up the great work and keep getting the big gay jew money i will i will get that money Mm -hmm. you know how we do over here big gay jew uh and lastly cecil writes in this might be looking too deep into it but that cookie in the opening shot represented the group and the ants are the walkers uh i think i said that when we first started this review message in the grand scheme of things there's no way and no hope i don't fully understand why carl was protecting that kid who tried to kill him when did carl change uh from the kid who shot the guy in front of herschel to this maybe i missed something in his development uh he's been slowly evolving and slowly changing over time mm -hmm. um it's been times where his daddy is just wild out and carl not trying to funny has been the person of reason periodically carl didn't shoot that guy that was a wolf right until the guy when the guy was like please please have mercy and then carl had to kill him but remember that carl was gonna let that dude live Mm -hmm. like i don't think carl is uh i think and remember carl was challenged on shooting that guy he had his gun taken away he was chastised for that i think he's actually more thoughtful than his father is and more forgiving than his father is also i think i can't emphasize this enough there really wasn't time for that shit the only thing he could have done was kill ron which you know i think would have had his own repercussions and consequences right he won't deal with that right and also zombies would have got in and shit too or he could take his gun away and then it come back to this point later uh eugene should have took his because i really do feel like he would have told his dad later yeah i think he still with him yeah. still may yeah i think that's gonna happen unless you know they all die mom anyway uh <laughs> uh eugene should have took his spot his shot and tried uh, to get that threesome popping in the garage you know tara wants a piece of that latin space spice yeah i know that she did call her beautiful mm-hmm. no, she like her. tara's so smooth already over denise I'm guessing Heath is filming straight out of content because he hasn't been in the past few episodes. <laughs> Final thought after the Glenn thing, do you think the show will ever kill off a main character again? Yes. Mm-hmm. I actually think they're going to go extra hard, but the thing is, depends on what you define as a main character. I don't know that they'll, I mean, I think they're going to kill a bunch of people eventually, but I think the show knows like, that core group from season one is like the group that people want to see live the most so those deaths will have to be a little more arbitrary and earned but i think they are definitely going to kill off a main character and i think the glenn shit is still kind of a setup for when they pull the rug from under us and go nope and then you pick the character you know carol uh michonne somebody like i think everybody except probably rick and in my in my mind i feel like rick michonne and and um carl are safe yeah not safe from getting fucked up but safe from dying but i don't know because it's not like the comic correct they could easily just be like we're killing michonne fuck it 
uh anyway it's it's almost feels like they believe the show won't survive with the main people is that uh, i guess he meant the without the main people is there a character too big to kill off probably rick andrew lincoln that's it you know and i think you could do it and keep it going but i just think that would be hella controversial mm-hmm. and, and you would need to get somebody to fucking just as a, a, a appealing as he is yeah and people are weird too because i think a lot of people think they want all these people to die and then when they do it they're like well they had to kill them. like how many black people right now want morgan to die and then when he dies y'all gonna be writing up here talking about ain't enough black representation on tv and shit so don't get that for me yeah i like i i be sticking to it i, I remember how y'all turned on me with tyrese i remember that day i was like i was live tweeting i was putting out gifts and shit y'all was mad about him making jokes and then people talking about some i why they had to kill him i said nigga you've been complaining about him for three weeks oh i understood why it don't mean i'm happy you know people die and 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 i understand why it no don't i'm mean- not if listen i'm talking about people who are like fuck tyrese i don't like him he put the group at oh, risk okay he didn't kill that person people were saying that shit i don't you know i hope he died and then they killed him and then they went but black lives matter i was like get the fuck out of here <laughs> you can't have it both ways guys you hypocrites uh anyway um love the show can't wait for it to return same here <coughs> all right last thing i do some sore ratchetness and then we're gonna go watch uh arrow mm-hmm. and, and see that uh iris is probably not in it again uh all right <laughs> that's how she wouldn't be in this show uh she now unless she crossing over it was a crossover it's a crossover episode it's part uh, two you know what yeah i mean I she ho- won't be in it about say, i hope she is but she nah. probably won't be in it i mean she is black anyway in central city straight out of central a motherfucking name iris <laughs> standing out in new york a dispute between two eltingville neighbors turned violent friday afternoon landing one man in hospital and the other behind bars police said the incident occurred on winchester avenue at 3 50 p.m after a man got into a dispute with his neighbor uh at about clearing the street in front of his home after the after the verbal sparring escalated into a physical fight Pocky pulled out an eight-inch knife and sliced his neighbor's left wrist. Shit. He then went back into the home and came out with a samurai sword that he raised over his head while shouting expletive, expletive lace threats at the victim. The victim was taken to Staten Island University Hospital, Ocean Breeze, with a non-life-threatening laceration to his left wrist. Uh, Pocky, 22, has been faced with, with charged with felony account. I mean, felony assault uh menacing and criminal possession of a weapon he said he said to be arraigned saturday in stapleton criminal court all that shit reminds me of the wu-tang because that's where all those locations are from um all right guys we'll be back saturday for feedback mm-hmm. premium shows will be up for the next couple of days we got a uh, movie review we got uh boss d sports and uh we got pregame will be out a bunch of stuff for people that get that money's worth that way mm-hmm. um and shout out to the new people that signed up exactly and shout out to white women on twitter that want people to live tweet but not tweet spoilers but refuse to unfollow mute the hashtag or change uh change browsers you're the real mvp white white title and white on uh all right guys we will talk to you guys 
uh saturday until then love you i love you too Mwah.